This is Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. David Hooper here. A little raspy. Why? Because I've been doing the audiobook version of my new book. It's coming in June. 101 podcast episode templates. You're going to like it. 99 cents is the pre-order price. It's at Amazon right now. Link at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. If you just go to bigpodcast.com, that's the website. That is where I help you grow your audience, get more money for what you're doing, spread a message, make impact with your podcast, bigpodcast.com. This episode, this is the audio version of the weekly newsletter that I send out also at bigpodcast.com. Everything that I talk about here, if you want the links for it, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Big idea here. Exclusion equals inclusion. The people that I know who are making the most money from podcasting or otherwise changing their lives the most, as well as changing the lives of others, more or less, they are unknown to the general public. These are people that are working quietly behind the scenes. You know, the loud mouths. <laughs> Woo! The loud mouths, man, they get the attention, but who's really doing the work? I want you to think about that. I used to date a woman. She ended up being a speech pathologist. I was talking to her about how she got into it. And she said, well, I got sick of doing work for men and them taking all the credit for it. And I'm not going to make this a men versus women thing, but I do think it's often there are people who do the work and there are guys that are good at running their mouths and taking credit for doing that work. or just being in the right place at the right time, being the head of the company or whatever. And they're not going to say, oh yeah, well, it was me and a team, or there are a lot of people behind it. Some people think it's just one person. Everybody's looking at Elon Musk right now, for example. Oh, this guy's a bajillionaire. Must be a genius. Well, yeah. But his father owned an emerald mine in apartheid South Africa. Who do you think is digging for those emeralds? Do you think it's his father? No, no. There are people behind the scenes that don't get the credit. And podcasting is no exception. A lot of times, the guys who are really moving the needle, they are the ones that you do not hear about. Flip that on its head. I know a lot of famous people, they've also got podcasts. Arguably, they make pretty good money from them. But that is really an add-on to a career that was already established elsewhere. And if you think about that, you think about Mark Marin, he was known before podcasting. Joe Rogan, known before podcasting. Will Ferrell, known before podcasting. The New York Times, known before podcasting. These people, or in the case of the New York Times, these companies, they're coming in with an established audience, established name. Podcasting can raise them up to the next level. Podcasting can maybe make them money, but podcasting isn't the thing that's putting them on the map. If you're looking to establish yourself with your podcast and get a specific result for yourself, if you're somebody who doesn't have that traditional media machine that puts you on top, like a broadcast, NBC, CBS, ABC television show, for example, if you do not have that going for you to cut through that noise that comes from big media, blanketing the country, blanketing the world with whatever they're doing, and also established celebrities, you don't need the big audience. You need a very specific audience, and that is where exclusion comes in. You're not trying to be inclusive, have something for the entire world. What you want to do is be very inclusive for a small niche of the world, exclude everybody else. This is not for you. That's why we don't have a bajillion listeners, because this is not made for you. It's made for them. It's made for just the people that I talk about. I want you to think about this. This is the power of excluding people. In the last few years, and I think this is a good thing, there's been a huge push for our society to be more inclusive. Again, I think that's great. I think in general, I think we need to be accepting of everybody. You do your thing, I'm going to do my thing. It's good, right? I think it's egotistical for us to think that the way we grew up, 
just by stroke of luck, the religion, the type of neighborhood that we live in, the part of the country or the part of the world that we live in, by stroke of luck, the way they do things in that religion, that neighborhood, that part of the country is the only way to do things. That is pure ego. That is not the case. So inclusion in that case, I think that's fine. But when it comes to your podcast, you're going to have far better results by being exclusive. No form of media and entertainment can offer something for everyone. When you try to do that, nobody's going to feel totally understood and you're going to end up with lukewarm entertainment. And that's the stuff that gets blanketed out to the world. Not so much anymore with things like Netflix. And I'm going to talk about Netflix here in a minute. They've got all sorts of data on us. It's cheaper to distribute this stuff. It's not like the old days of broadcast media. Yet still, podcasters, we think, oh, I'm going to do a comedy podcast. I'm going to talk about entrepreneurs, exciting, inspiring entrepreneurs. Mm-mm, don't do that. Get really specific. Is it female entrepreneurs? Is it female mother entrepreneurs? That's the solution to really speak to your audience. If you are a mother and an entrepreneur, you're trying to raise a kid, conversation with that group, that's going to be a lot different from what I would want to listen to. Why? Because I don't have any kids. I'm not a mother. I don't know what it's like. It's nice for me to be able to understand that, but that's not the world that I'm living. The discussion I want to hear is white guys who are almost 50 trying to not be curmudgeonly. <laughs> it's a very specific niche. If you come to me with that discussion, say, you know, I'm trying to stay open-minded. I'm trying to be more inclusive, except in a podcast. So be exclusive with that podcast and talk to just me. That's what people want to hear. So let's make your podcast about just the audience. And if you want people to really get into your podcast, that is how to do it. Make something just for them. Don't try to keep everybody happy. Exclusivity is inclusivity. And here's how this works. If everybody does that, if everybody has an exclusive podcast that's just for a certain niche audience, I got mine, middle-aged white guys that are trying not to be curmudgeonly, female mother entrepreneurs, they've got theirs everybody's got their thing because we've all got these little bitty niches that we can go to. And if you're still on the fence about this, think about this. Think about a guy like me, which is a lot of the world, certainly a lot of podcasts, middle-aged white guy, cis male, straight, loves women. There's an opportunity for me to go into these niche podcasts and hear these deeper conversations with female mother entrepreneurs, with BIPOC, with trans people, with whatever, I can start to better understand different communities. They, on the other hand, can come over to my podcast, middle-aged guys trying not to be curmudgeonly, understand where we're coming from. Yeah, we're not trying to be tough. We're not trying to be jerks. We just don't understand. We grew up in a different world. We understand you, you understand us. That is the power of podcasting. So not only are you gonna reach your audience and give your audience an exact thing that they're looking for, you're also going to help the people who are curious. Not everybody, granted, not everybody's going to be curious. Some people just want to stay in their lane. But for the people that are, it's going to start that conversation. So consider it. Speaking of BIPOC and other different types of people, other than the cis, straight, white, male, KALW Audio Academy, now accepting applications. This is for the 21 and 22 Audio Academy. It's a nine-month radio journalism training program for adults. At KALW Public Radio, it's an NPR and BBC affiliate in San Francisco. The program is designed to give you a professional audio production and journalism education, tuition-free. Here's what they're looking for. 
creative thinkers, great writers, audiophiles who dream in sound and story, anyone who is hungry to break into the world of audio journalism, people with a passion for covering a diversity of communities. Ideally, people who are knowledgeable about the Bay Area, if you're in Oakland, San Francisco, that area, you're in good shape for this. Team players ready to work hard in a supportive newsroom. If you're in the Bay Area, you need to check this out. This is a great opportunity. Nine months of education, tuition-free, K-A-L-W, that's the station call sign, newsletter.bigpodcast.com, that has all the links. You want more people to listen to your podcast? I've got 25 of the best blog ideas, which equal to you, 25 new podcast episode ideas. Finding fresh episodes, you know this, it can be a challenge. Every week that deadline comes around, i got to get a new episode out. Maybe it's every day for you, bi-weekly, every month, whatever. You're doing this on a regular basis, and sometimes you run dry. This is a guide that breaks down 25 unique blog post ideas that you can easily modify to create great podcast episodes. Related to this, the book that I mentioned, it's coming out in June, 101 Podcast Episode Templates. Pre-order at Amazon right now, Kindle version, 99 cents, 101 podcast episode templates. These podcast episode ideas, the link to the book, both of those are linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Let's talk about Facebook. Facebook for the last year or so, everybody's been saying, Facebook's getting into podcasting. Mark Zuckerberg finally came off his mountain. Walk down that mountain to see us podcasters and let us kiss that ring. <laughs> Everybody's excited. Oh, Facebook finally acknowledged this. Well, not anymore. Your podcasting aspirations are no longer interesting to Facebook. They're scaling back on plans for podcasting. As I say, womp, womp, too bad. But in the metaverse, Instagram, they've got some cool stuff in the works, including new live stream options. Lots of people watch for things like this, Instagram, Facebook, these big companies to come in. They act like they're silver bullets for podcasting. They are not. Facebook dropping out for a bit, it's not going to make or break us. I say this, keep making good episodes. Look at what I just mentioned, those 25 blog posts or episode ideas, the 101 podcast episode templates that are coming up. Look at those, get some ideas, put out great episodes. When you do that, and when you have that exclusive audience, somebody who really understands what you are doing, and maybe more importantly, you really understand what they are doing and what they want, your podcast is going to handle itself. It really is. When you know the audience and the audience is there, and the audience is there because if you are the audience, you know the audience is there. You don't need to do all this research. You're part of that audience. It doesn't have to be big. You can do it with a thousand people. Middle-aged straight white guys who are trying not to be curmudgeonly. There is an audience for that. When you understand that audience, when you are that audience, your podcast works, but you got to be able to communicate these things. That's why I'm talking about these templates. Go get those, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Who cares what Facebook is doing? But if you want more information about that, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. That is there also. Yeah, who cares? Why did I even mention this? Well, because you care. <laughs> People ask me, what do you think about Facebook? Yeah, that's what I think about it. Who cares? But I'm letting you know my thoughts on it, giving you permission so you can say, "Eh, you know, maybe I shouldn't care about this as much. Maybe I should just focus on what I do. You do you, man. You do you. The audience is there. The audience will find you. They will come to you. They are looking for somebody to spread that message. It's you. Sorry. It's you. Not everybody wants to do a podcast. Not everybody can do a podcast. But here we are. We're doing them. 
newsletter.bigpodcast.com for more information. Small audience equals big audience. This goes back to the exclusivity element that I'm talking about. Sometimes that's not going to be the entire world. It's not going to be seven, eight billion people. Just going to be a thousand people. But you can make money doing that. You can have a conference doing that. There are a lot of very small audiences that make money. You might have heard me talk about the bug treatment guy. He's got an extermination service. He hasn't had an episode that's gotten more than 1,000 downloads. Is that crazy? Yet he's selling this consulting at $30,000 a pop and making a good living at it. If you saw this thing, and I've talked about it before, you might've seen the video, artwork sucks. It's like, (laughs) remember glamour shots in the mall? This is a shout out to all the middle-aged white guys. (laughs) Just middle-aged people. Back in the 90s, Maybe the 80s, I don't know when this started. You used to be able to go to the shopping mall, remember that? Before everything was online. All sorts of stores there had a food court and they had a store called Glamour Shots. And you would go in there and it's basically the Kmart photo lab or something where you used to go to Kmart or Sears and you were there and you get a photograph of your family, point and shoot. Wasn't a big deal. They got some nice lighting though. They got a nice background. Glamour Shots was one up on that designed for women, and you would go in there and they'd have all sorts of fancy clothes, feather boas, hats, makeup. They make you feel like a million bucks, give you a makeup, maybe a facial or something, get your skin exfoliated, get you in there in front of the camera, click, 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 get you some shots. Anyway, this guy, I'm not going to mention his name, but you've heard me talk about him. The guy doing $30,000 a pop from his bug podcast. He's got one of those photos. (laughs) It's dated. It's probably 20 years old, whatever. But if you're in the bug business, want to learn how to kill more bugs by expanding your business, having more bugs to kill, this is your man. He's doing it. He's doing it. How does he do it? There are three things that guys like him are doing. One, extremely skilled and talented. So he's got that. Two is have a thing. His thing, killing bugs and helping you kill bugs with your bug killing business. The third is have a thing and be extremely good at it. In other words, it is the exceptions that get attention. When you hear somebody that is maybe not impressive and that person is in the New York Times and that person is getting worldwide recognition or it seems that way all over the internet and you think that guy's not that good. It's just general. It's just general. It's the Kardashians. That's the exception. How many people on Instagram do you think could be the Kardashians? And the reality is they're really good at what they do too. I mean, they've been doing it for, I don't know, 15 years at this point. And for whatever reason, everybody's trying to keep up with the Kardashians. That will work for you if you have something that will get you out to everybody, which is what they had. E or whatever network they're on, Hulu is where they are now. They can more or less get it out to everybody. You and me, we've got to be a little bit more specific. The three ways, extremely talented and skilled. Two, have a thing. Or three, this is the best, have a thing and be extremely good at it. So consider that. Try to make your stuff exclusive. What's your thing? What's your thing? And what's the thing you can double down on as far as getting good at? What do I do with podcasting? You may not know this, although I've mentioned it, so you could. I podcast every day. I've got a podcast called The Sausage Factory. It is me reading, improvising, thinking on my feet. It's maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes a day, sometimes 20, 30 minutes a day. It is me practicing on the mic. Arguably, it's not great much of the time. This is me doing the reps. But when I come in 
to do this show, build a big podcast. I'm more present. I can read better. I'm reading off of bullet points now, reading off my newsletter and just going from that. There's no script. Go in, edit it. It comes off a whole lot better than it would have had I not had that practice. That's what it means to get good at something. Get good by showing up. To leave the segment on a positive note, podcaster last week, she had narrowed down her audience and it is very narrow. It is a very specific topic for a very specific niche. She was amazed at how much more success she was having than what she had done previously. And that success not only deals with listeners, but almost immediately she's had advertising and endorsement deals. I was amazed, but that's how it works. You got people watching you. You don't know that they're watching you. That if you are going for their very specific audience and they need to reach a very specific segment of people, they're going to pay you more money than they would otherwise. Think about the show that I do called Music Business Radio. We go only for musicians. If you're a guitar company, who do you want to reach? Musicians. Specifically guitarists. It would be even better if it was a show just for guitarists. Then I could up the rates even more. Those guys aren't going to go for Howard Stern or Call Her Daddy. Any of these shows that are general topic shows. Not that those are general topic. Maybe they're entertainment, whatever. But the point is, these bigger shows, the guitar company's not going to go for that. They're going to go for a very specific audience. And one of the main reasons is it's cheaper. Per guitar player, it is cheaper, even though per your audience, if we're going to go for CPM. People talk about $25 per CPM, like it's something great. Yeah, man, you can get $50, $100, $200 per CPM if you have the right audience. Consider it a smaller audience. And by that, I mean, a very niched out exclusive audience. That's bigger results for you. That is bigger paydays. That's bigger results for these companies. Guitar company wants guitarist. They don't want a general audience. What is your exclusive audience? Double down on it. Netflix, speaking of people who have your data, I was talking about that. They've got very specific stuff on us. When I log into Netflix, they know. They know I want to talk about drugs, sex, rock and roll. They know exactly what it is that I want to watch. They don't give me rom-coms. They don't give me Bridgerton. <laughs> I mean, maybe in the top 10 list, but they're not giving me any kind of stuff that I don't want to watch. They're giving me stuff that's specifically made for me. One of the things that they are doing now, which may be an option for you, I just talked about this. If you got an audience, people will pay you to have access to that audience. This is an article that shows how the money works. All these articles linked at newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Netflix bet on ads is that it's going to allow them for international growth. There are people in the world that think $20 a month is a lot. There are people in the United States that think $20 is a lot. Discovery Plus, the Property Brothers. By the way, did you know the Property Brothers is a country band? I got them linked, newsletter.bigpodcast.com. You've seen the Property Brothers show maybe. Twins. One of them is apparently a contractor. One of them sells houses. But they get on HGTV and they fix up houses and somebody buys a fixer-upper. The house gets fixed up. The buyer, very happy. Discovery Plus has a setup where you can pay $4.99 a month. It's not as much as your cable bill would cost. And you get to watch Discovery Plus, which is a few different networks, including HGTV, with commercials. They will stream it to you with commercials. And it is a lot of commercials. You want no commercials? Couple bucks extra. 22 million users. Do the math on that. Amazon's digital reader, Kindle. 
Similar setup. You pay a little bit more if you don't want to see the ads. Netflix is doing something like this. You pay a little bit more if you don't want to see the ads. They will have ad-based content very soon. YouTube has done this. And in the end, because they've got more people who would not otherwise be there, they're making money. And they're making money off very specific ads that they're selling. Just like you, this could be an option for you. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. More information about growing your audience, more information about making an impact, I've got it. It's at the site, bigpodcast.com. If you want to make sure that you never miss an episode of this podcast, that is where to go, bigpodcast.com. The newsletter is there. I deliver it to your mailbox every Friday morning, every Friday morning, New York time. I don't know where you live in the world. Could be Saturday morning where you are. Could be Saturday afternoon. Friday morning, New York time, you're going to get this newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Again, the new book is coming out in June, 101 podcast episode templates. These are plug and play templates. I've been working on these a few years, testing them, working with other podcasters to test them. We found out what works, what doesn't work, and I'm going to break it down for you. Very easy templates that you can follow. Put your subject in there. Follow the steps. One, two, three, four, I'm going to run you through the process. This is going to be compelling content for your audience. And right now you can get it 99 cents on pre-order. Here is the link to get it. Newsletter.bigpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time in the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.